0: You're listening to Keep Screaming, a horror podcast from two best friends dissecting slasher movies one by one. My name is Ryan Larson.
1: And my name is B. McKenzie. Every two weeks, we will bring you a brand new episode where we dissect a slasher film from top to bottom.
0: We will look at the movie as a whole, going over the story, the casting, music choices, go kill by kill, and then rank it on how well it succeeds as a slasher film.
1: You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Screaming Cast or by searching Keep Screaming. You can find me online at B, not B, that's B-E-E, not B-E-E-A, and Ryan at Ryan Larson. Welcome to our Chucky Minisode. This week we are dissecting Episode 1, Death by Misadventure.
0: Each week we will be dissecting every episode of the Chucky TV series, going over the synopsis, the kill list, and our usual dissection. Um, so this, we, the three are out already, by the way, um, by the the time you listen to this, um, but we are covering, this is obviously the first episode, um, which aired October 12th, uh, 2021, and it is airing on Sci-Fi Channel. Yes. Um, and yeah, we're very excited because this got announced way, way back when they announced the new Child's Play movie. And they announced when they, that they were kind of splitting. Right. Um, like Don Mancini was going to carry on his Chucky story with a television show. And then the, the movies would now officially be kind of a reboot.
1: Yeah, what company owns Child's Play?
0: I mean, Chucky is at Universal because I was just there and he's like on their shirts in the Ferris tram. But I almost feel like the movie was paramount.
1: But they don't own, Dawn retains the rights to Chucky, so they don't own, so if Universal had Chucky, that was Dawn. The new Child's Play isn't Chucky.
0: Um, let me see. I will look. Wow, there was a Chucky video game in 2013, didn't know about that the more you know yeah the more you know yeah
1: this one as we know as horror fans the rights issues get all wonky you know friday the 13th is we were just talking about that the other night because ryan and i are uh the few of the people who still play the friday the 13th game Mm -hmm. and so we were talking about like you know just our disappointment that the game is done yeah. and all this and the legal legality so there's a lot of stuff that happens between like the creators of these sort of iconic slasher icons and then the production companies that produce these movies and put them out you know yeah everybody wants they either want their buck or they want their character
0: mm-hmm. um and so the last one was distributed by United Artists, which I didn't know was still a distribution company, and um, produced Isn't by an O'Reilly oh, Pictures. Oh, Uni- that's United Airlines. Oh. Um, United Artists used to be a theater chain, too. Like, I remember, I used to go to United Artists in Santa Rosa to, oh. go to, like, to go to the movies. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's United Artists. Um, okay. Um, but, yeah, so this is the show that is um, following the Don Mancini creation yeah. of Chucky. So it is continuing the storyline it is a continuation of the storyline from Colt, I would assume? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes.
1: So it is a continuation from Colt. And unlike Halloween, it's not ignoring anything. There's nothing right. you have to. It's just, everything's canon.
0: Yeah, Don's never rebooted his universe.
1: Yeah. So it makes it for a smooth transition into this. And, I mean, it, as the first episode stands, I feel like it's pretty um like palatable you could walk into this without seeing the previous movies there's gonna be easter eggs for us yeah uh, as fans of the franchise for sure but it definitely felt like they were trying to take an approach of hey like this is for sure for chucky fans but if you're new to the franchise like you're still welcome here
0: right yeah because we as as you know horror fans we know that they've already announced that numerous characters from the franchise are returning, um, and you know Brad Dorif is once again returning as Chucky, but um, they haven't showed up yet. Like that, ha- like not in this first episode. I mean, and
1: yeah, the only thing we have is Andy's voice on the phone,
0: right? And then um, yeah, and then Brad Dorif obviously, right. um, but outside of that, like they do a pretty good job of like explaining Charles Lee Ray um, using like. A uh, podcast uh, yeah. a local podcast that kind yes. of uh, it's a very pop you know it's true crime it's very popular right now obviously true crime but it's a true crime <laughs> you know, podcast. true crime.
1: have you ever heard of it yeah, have you like heard of a a true, true crime podcast you ever
0: heard of that serial has you watching, watching this yeah. and then it was just was watching a show called
1: only murders in the building and they have a true crime podcast is that a thing
0: i've heard that show's great i need to watch it i like the i like the whole cast a
1: plus yeah
0: i've heard nothing but good things Um, Anyways, we're talking about uh, the uh, Chucky TV show. Um, So, as we mentioned his name numerous times, uh, Don Mancini is the director and writer of this first episode. Um, Don is the creator of Chucky. Um, He is a horror legend and veteran at this point. He's very beloved in the industry. He's very talented. Um, He's openly gay and has been for a long time. And that is, I think, integral to a lot of his film um -hmm. and like writing that's why i bring it up um because it is something we're even going to see a play at in the show um and you know he is definitely one of the like most important um visionaries in horror and especially because he is openly gay um has been a a big um he's just very important to the genre and to um LBGT QIA representation so uh, Don's a great guy um, and it's really really exciting to see someone who created something in the 80s be able to carry over into, into the, the 20s 20s and like yeah um, and still be in complete control of his character
1: yeah it's, no, it's, it's really cool it is really really cool it's unheard of in any other um, franchise
0: It's yeah. Nothing. I mean, uh, unfortunately, R.I.P. West, You know, like he
1: would have been the closest.
0: Uh, John and Halloween now.
1: Well, right, but there's so many installments. Right, that, right. Yeah.
0: yeah, no, Don, and like, in the case we didn't like, Don has been involved in every installment yes. of Child's Play. It's not like he's just back for this one or has done the last couple. He has been involved in every single one of them. Yeah. So it's where John, you know, did the first limited and limited in the second and then came back for 2018. Yeah. Like, Don Simi has not lost um, yeah. any. In fact, he's got more involved as time goes on because I believe.
1: He directed Seed. He directed Seed was yeah. the first one
0: he directed, mm-hmm. and then he did Cole and Curse yeah. or Curse and Cole. Um, yeah, yeah. So he's just even gone further and no, farther. it's
1: it's uh, super rewarding to see, and it's nice to see like the journey of the storytelling and like sort of getting to see him run with these characters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's awesome. So this we've got a nice young cast we're following, um, for the show. So our, our sort of main uh protagonist is Jack or Jake Wheeler. He's played by Zachary Arthur. He was in the that movie The Fifth Wave. Mm-hmm. Um he was in Mom and Dad, which was super good. Yeah, um, Nick Cage yeah, and uh
0: Solomon Blair. Yes,
1: I loved that movie. Super um fun. and then in the transparent T V show. Um and then Bjorge, Bjorgvin um Arneson, Arneson um, plays Devin Evans. Um, he was in The Seventh Day, which came out this year. Um, our sort of mean girl, um, Olivia Allen-Lind as Lexi Cross. Um, she's kind of like a veteran at her young age of 14. So she played Dolly herself at, in that coat of many colors. I don't know if anybody watched that, but um just a very wholesome family movie that dolly was in about like her life um she plays like drew barrymore's youngest daughter in blended um she was in the overboard remake she was also in the transparent tv show and then has been in like the young and the restless i think since 2011 in like 280 episodes so
0: that's why i recognized her she's emily allen lynn's sister was that so like because they share the same middle name too Uh she was in doctor sleep she was in both the babysitter movies
1: why don't i reckon that's a weird picture of her Um, whoa also she's the daughter of barbara allen woods
0: oh who was in this
1: from one true hill wow
0: they all have the same middle name our mind is getting blown right why when i was like god i really recognize that name and then that picture of her that you showed me i was yeah. like she looks familiar because she does look like her sister
1: that's crazy all right wow mine's blown over here so yeah there's a lot of oh yeah 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 so she's like yeah the cute girl who lives next door yes also very weird to me that she's the older sister right
0: she oh, has she's to in be. The Haunting of Connecticut too. <gasps> oh, Ghost Georgia, of Georgia! My favorite title movie of all time. And she came from All My Children. So this is a soap family.
1: Yeah, yeah. it is a soap. Because um, Barbara's from the soap too, right? She has. Yeah, DNA. she has, for sure. That Which is probably why that's very common. Like yeah. kids of uh, the soap starts end up being in the soaps themselves because they're there on set, anyways. Um, wow, wild,
0: wild, wild,
1: wow, okay, well, that's our main girl, and I was just gonna say before Ryan just opened up the gates of connecting all these people together that you could tell very clearly, and especially in comparison to some of the other young actors that she's around that she's been doing this for a while, mm-hmm. like she felt very seasoned very quickly and very comfortable in her role um. Stood out for sure. Um, I can tell she's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, T.O. Briones plays Junior Wheeler, so that's Jake's cousin and kind of his like
0: nemesis, yeah.
1: Basically, um, he was in the that Wretched show uh, with
0: uh, what's her face, Sarah
1: Paulson, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's Ryan Murphy, Ryan Murphy, um, <laughs> Wind River. Uh, Days of Our Lives, and he plays, if, if we have any PLL fans, Pretty Little Liars, plays uh, Ezra's kid, kind of, um, in Pretty Little Liars, but like, you know, years ago, so he he's not super recognizable. He plays Ezra.
0: Um, yeah, and then we have Brad Dwarf as the voice of Chucky, um, Lexa Deutsch as Brie Wheeler, who was in Virgin River. She popped up in Arrow. She was in Aurora Tea Garden Mysteries.
1: For, like, the last six years. So wow. I thought it was worth mentioning.
0: Uh, and then we brought her up earlier, because our is in the show. Yeah. Uh, oh, my
1: goodness.
0: As Mayor Michelle Cross, um, she got. she's most notably known for Wondery Hill. She plays Deb on Tree Hill. So that's Nathan's mom. Um, and she was also on the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids TV show as the mom for years on that, too. Yeah. Um, Michael Thoreau as uh mr cross uh rochelle cassius as detective evans we have karina batrick as caroline cross travis milne as detective peyton uh jana peck as principal mcveigh uh, devin sawa as luke wheeler slash logan wheeler yes he's playing twins uh it's strange to see
1: Yeah, so I don't know if I'm the only one. I mean, Ryan recognized him right away. I did not. I was watching it, and, you know, of course he has, like, the goatee when he's playing the dad, and they try and gruff him up and make him look less pretty, which Mm -hmm. is hard for him. Yeah. But I was like, that has to be him. I don't, can't think of any other character he's going to be in the show. And it like kind of looks like him. But we saw him recently in another movie. What's the name of that movie? The Fanatic. The Fanatic. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> we watched The Fanatic together. I feel like that wasn't even that long ago we It was like that. a year ago. Yeah. Uh, that's a an interesting experience if anybody's looking for something to watch on yeah. a
0: uh, John Travolta, on Fred on a Durst night. directed it. That's why we watched it, remember? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah.
1: I remember. Uh, and he looks very different than he even looked in that movie. And I was like, that's not what Devin Sala looks like. I thought like maybe, oh, you know, child star ages up and I just don't quite recognize I him. I thought
0: like in Fnatic he looked like Alex, but older. Like Alex from Final Destination. That's what I thought. But like older. Yeah. yeah
1: and in this, he doesn't.
0: He looks a little more, like skinny in the face.
1: There's something he? weird. I swear they did like some weird prosthetic or something to him. He just looks different. Not in a bad way. I'm not like I don't dogging think can the make way Devinsaw he can, no. look bad, yeah. he still looks very attractive.
0: Yeah, but mm-hmm.
1: just I was surprised at the way he looked.
0: Right, and I love this too because I think this is kind of um, it's like I'm sh- I mean Devin Saw was obviously a very talented actor, but I think it's a little bit like you know trick casting too, um, just like for or like fun casting because he's such a horror like icon because yes. of Final Destination and Idle
1: Casper,
0: sure. Yeah. He's like I think he was in something else too, like more recently, but
1: I think any like child of the nineties who's attracted to men, that's like the first crush.
0: Casper? Oh, yeah. yeah. Casper is a human. It was like, whoa. <laughs> exactly. I was yeah. like,
1: wow, I'm into a ghost. Yeah. It was a little weird. Like, I definitely remember also, thinking- Also, like, how weird is it, weird like,
0: also, that. who's the other one? Uh, I don't know, Thackeray Vinks, a cat. Yeah. So it's like, your generation was ghosts and cats.
1: Yeah. Because
0: everyone was super into Vinks, too. Yeah. We
1: were, like, in love with him. And it
0: was, like, almost more, like, retroactive with Vinks, because you love- You were like, he's cute. But then when Vinks a cat, you're like, I love him so much. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The nineties tricked us to being like sexually attracted to animals, one hundred percent. So
0: okay, um, mine was a cartoon, just rabbit, just rabbit, or, or yeah, Rola like Lola, Lola bunny. bunny, yeah, yeah, lots of like rabbits. I'm stuff. not even
1: attracted to women, and I remember like feeling like some kind of way about Lola Bunny and being like, wow, yeah, yeah, it's like she was really cute bunny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a thing.
1: Huh? Nineties man.
0: Um, rounding out our cast is Avery Esteves as Olivia or Oliver Hayden. Um Annie Briggs as Miss Fairchild and then Precious Chong as Mrs. Jolly, who was in Pearl Harbor and LA Confidential. Oh, those are two pretty big movies. Yeah.
1: Hints, mm. Hence the notes. Yeah. Also, I thought she that's the teacher in, in this one. Um I thought she looked really familiar. I maybe it's from those things. I don't know. But I don't
0: know. One of the numerous teachers.
1: Yeah. Um so our killer, it's Chucky. It's, it's not there's no guessing that there's been some moments in the franchise, in particular the last one, where there's like an aspect of who done it. Um, it's Chucky, but you're not sure, like, oh, it's the doll, but is it Chucky and the doll? Right, like, right, right, right. You yeah. know what's what's kind of going on, and this is very clearly cut and dry. This is Charles Lee Ray. Yeah. Um,
0: I'm curious if Tiffany's going to show up. She must.
1: She does show okay, up, okay. I think, in episode two. Oh,
0: okay. As a human or as a doll?
1: As a human. I don't know about as a doll. Hmm.
0: Okay, interesting. Um, well, that's exciting. Yeah. And yeah, Chucky, I mean, so uh, you can go back and listen to our full episodes of Child's Play 1 and 2. Um, Correct. We've done both if you would like, but obviously if you are not familiar, he is one of the most iconic horror slashers of all time. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not much to say. Brad oh. Dorif has made the role absolutely legendary with his, like, I it's his laugh, really, and his voice that everyone recognizes. Like, everyone recognizes Chucky the doll, too, but, like, you can hear that voice anywhere, and you like, oh, that's Chucky. And again, as, like, I was just at Universal, and, like, his voice pops up all over the place, like, you don't need to see him. You're like, oh, it's, it's Chucky. Chucky talking over the speakers. So, um yeah, I mean, just... I just like love stuff like this because it's like, oh, it's Dawn and it's Brad Dorif and it's like just these people that you feel like comfortable with and you're like, you kind of love to see it. Like, B and I are obviously huge fans of Scream. Got to bring it up every episode. And like when the Scream TV show came out, we were like, uh, like they're changing the mask, none of the cast, completely new city. And we actually, or I don't know if you did, I really liked the, the show. Um, oh,
1: yes. I very, I really liked the show. I did not care for the like reboot last season whatever they did with that but i did really enjoy the first two seasons yeah um set you know of course it's it's one of those things where you're like exactly like oh god like fucking with my baby exactly (laughs)
0: um and like in that case it worked but also with something like this it's just great to see them like have everyone on board
1: it it is and yeah you just kind of feel like yeah it's just comfortable and exciting and I love TV. I TV's my, my first love for sure. I prefer the format of television to movies. And so whenever I can get like something I love from mm-hmm. movies to come into TV, I'm just like, Yes, come here and stay. Please.
0: Yeah, B and I are always like one of the f- like. I mean, if not the first, anytime they announce like, oh, it's going to be a, t- a TV show, we're both yes. like, yes. Like when they're like, I know you did last summer TV show, we're like, yes. fuck yeah. I mean, we're also like we just had huge fans of scream and the Teen Wolf TV show. We're yes. always like, yeah, TV yes. shows are great. It's yes. just a longer. It's a, it's, it's more a exposition. Yeah, it's a
1: different way to tell the story. And if if I love something, I I I thrilled to see it mm-hmm. in a long to get form. more of it yeah mm-hmm. i'm
0: like i mean i don't know how many episodes this is. i'm guessing 10 probably um but to get 10 one hour episodes of chucky amazing that's basically like getting five more movies amazing. yeah it's so great
1: yeah it's dream come true
0: yeah uh so the, our synopsis is when 14 year old budding artist jake wheeler buys a vintage good guy doll at a yard sale intending to use it in his latest sculpture his young life will change forever for better and worse
1: It's not vintage, it's retro.
0: Right. He makes a point.
1: What's the difference?
0: About 10 bucks. So good. It's a good line.
1: It's a really good line. Yeah. I wish I was like that quick.
0: Yeah. Um, The writing in this is great because it's done. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it just feels very authentic. And um, yeah, so, so yeah, we start off, I mean, immediately. That's how we start off. Jake. Yeah. is fourteen years old, middle school um, student. He buys a good guy doll named Chucky from a yard sale, and he fully intends to take him back home and like break him apart and use him for a contemporary art project. Yeah. Um, we see like he has like once he gets home, we see that he has various like halfway built dolls. And they're all made of other doll parts. Yeah.
1: He's like and building this like sculpture, and so it's like very much painting like okay, so, like, this is his thing. He's into art. Um, we get introduced to his dad, Lucas, who you know, we were saying Devin Sawa plays. And they kind of, like, have this exchange of, like, yeah, like, are you going to go outside and have some friends? And he's like, oh, yeah, but my art and...
0: And he also specifically mentions take a girl on a date. Yeah. He's like, you're going to take a girl to a movie? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and then he tells him that he's not going to be able to send him to the art camp he wants to go to because it's a thousand dollars kind of gives like the typical like parent speech of you know art doesn't pay the bills Mm -hmm. it's a lifestyle not a career um and it very much comes across as like I like I get you want to do this and it's fine and I'm being as supportive as I can but like you know, I'm I'm only gonna support it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's very. It seems like they're very much drawing a line with his dad of being like, he's not s- like so, anti it and so, violent against it. Where he's like, no, you can't do anything like this. He's just sort of like, hey, why can't you just be a normal kid? Um, and they also this is where we find out like, you know, it does a very good job of like literally in this like very small conversation we learn a lot about both these characters so yeah. he's like oh like that's what your mom used to do so we're very quickly under the impression that his mom is no longer alive and that she was an artist at of some uh, capacity mm-hmm. um and that's sort of our introduction and i will say too like the show starts out with like a Billie eilish song and like as it you know, starts rolling. When you get into the scene and everything. It very much feels in line with like those MTV shows that Ryan was talking about, mm-hmm. like Scream or Teen Wolf, or honestly, like even a CW show. Yeah. Like it's got that gloss mm-hmm. and like it kind of feels like Vampire Diaries in a way, where you're just, you know.
0: Yeah, it just feels very contemporary, team, yeah. and like like B said, very glossy. We have modern music. We have you know, like, um, Jake is, he listens to this podcast that's in his hometown, but it's, like, it's murder mystery, so they're using that as a story narrative, which is a very modern technique. Um, it, and it looks just, like, a little higher quality than a lot of the, like, sci-fi stuff we get. Not, like, and again, like, this isn't a knock on sci-fi, it's just, like, I understand their budget, right? Like, I think part of it, though, is, usa also presents so i think it's getting more money than anything on sci-fi probably is
1: and i think it's also airing on usa
0: i think it is too yeah i and like what's interesting is where does it air with the f words because this is like unedited can't be on cable
1: uh ooh.
0: that's what something i noticed because i was like okay it's like it can't be on cable but I, like, most Can't
1: it be on cable? Well, Sci Fi is a premium channel, so USA it's probably edited. This would be my guess. Sci Fi is a premium channel. Like now? Uh huh. Interesting. It's not with like a basic cable package.
0: Yeah, but even on that, you can't. They said that for like twice in this.
1: Wait. they like well, never
0: even curse on like sons, and they get charged if they do. That's something I noticed. I was like, oh, I want to look into it. I'm wondering if it's only if it only streams online
1: if it's on demand then you it, get an unedited version y- yeah what was i watching recently
0: cuz there was something else i watched that normally is edited and then i'm like oh this isn't edited on here i think it was family guy actually like streaming but it was like they d- they didn't edit they it They did bleep it yeah. out yeah and i was like oh yeah i was
1: so yeah i watched something and it had a bleep in it and i was like why the hell yeah. did it just get bleeped like why did they even use it? And then I was like, oh, they there must be a way that you can watch it on it. I don't
0: know. Interesting. I, I I'll. It I'll might be the whole streaming it.
1: world is weird. It's
0: there's so many weird things so that yeah. yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah. So, uh, they are having Jake's brother, um, and his son and uh, and wife all over for dinner that night. Um, and it quickly becomes a very tense conversation because like, um. Or they're having Lucas's brother. Because um, yeah. Lucas is obviously, it becomes very, like, very quickly apparent that he's kind of embarrassed of, like, his status and, like, his brother's rich. Um, and his son is, like, very good at what he does. He's a runner. Like,
1: track star. He's, he's an, an Eagle, Eagle Scout. Scout. Yeah,
0: he's tracking to be going to Harvard. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, like, ashamed of his son um and during family dinner um jake's cousin jr um makes a snide remark about jake spending too much time playing with dolls and comments on jake being gay so this is the first time jake is gay um and like it, like at, it's kind of like at this moment you can't tell if it's a dig or not like if it's his cousin trying to make fun of him but it like jake very much like makes it well known um later in, in the in the, in the episode too um Yeah, so they have this kind of, like, tense conversation. We get a hint that his, so it would be Jake's aunt, is Uh cheating, possibly.
1: Yeah, so she makes some, so that's the only thing that felt a little off about the episode, is that they definitely do some funny things to get Chucky in the room with these characters. So there's this, like, funny scene at the table where, like, the aunt's like, where's your restroom, right? She's asking this to her brother-in-law which sure maybe they don't come over for dinner that much and he says upstairs where it's always been so you know in a way they kind of get given opportunity for like the dad to look like an asshole but also it's just a glaring weird thing that their guest bathroom's upstairs and I'm like why that's so weird and then I watched it for the second time right before that episode and I realize it's so that she passes the room. um jake's room and goes into it and that's the room that chucky's in and i'm like oh, okay so that's why they like tried to find an excuse to get her upstairs um and explain it so just just have a couple funny things to get chucky in the same room as the character yeah so that happens kind again, of throughout yeah, the episode pops like up again later. to
0: make sure chucky's in the scene when you're like why is this fucking doll here yeah um so the dinner doesn't go great you know they kind of call jake out and um Like they leave, and unfortunately, you know, Lucas is embarrassed by his son, and he is definitely homophobic, um, and not accepting of Jake, and he smashes all of his sculptures, and he tells him he's never allowed to play with any more dolls again. Um, So Jake's mission the next day, he looks up before he goes to school. He looks up how much like vintage Good Guys dolls go for, and realizes that they're selling for like a thousand fifteen hundred bucks. So he's going to take it. And try to sell it so that he can go to art camp and yeah. pay for it by himself. Again, I think it's weird that he takes to school. He has a computer at home. He obviously looked how much it was selling for. I don't get why he takes school. He didn't it to want school. his dad to destroy it. Oh, right. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah do not want his dad to destroy it. Okay. So,
1: he wants to it Like we said, well.
0: he definitely finds, uh-huh. we find ways to keep Chucky everywhere with yes. Jake. Yeah.
1: With, you know, reasonable because you're not going to convince anybody that a 14-year-old is going to carry around a vintage doll. Right. Which not going (laughs) to happen. So, yeah. Then we get to school. We kind of get introduced further. To
0: more ancillary, Um, like, the kid characters.
1: Exactly. So, we meet um, his cousin's girlfriend, Lexi, who's, like, instantly the mean girl. um, Who does everything
0: under the veneer of, like, I'm doing it for them. Right. Like, she, you know, like...
1: She, like, is the, she, like, gaslights him, basically. Yeah,
0: she pretends to be actually concerned that he needs money because they're, like, not as rich as his cousin. Yeah,
1: he says he's going to sell the doll, and she's like, oh, my God, like, because you're poor, there's there's nothing wrong with that. Like, we're, I'm going to help you. Like, yeah. get your cash out. Like, we can Venmo you. And so it's like she's insulting him and fucking with him under this, like, guise of being nice and helpful. Yeah. It's, like, true, like, maniacal, horrible middle school shit.
0: And then this is also where we fully meet Devin. Yeah, Devin. Which is, it's very apparent Devin is Jake's crush. Yes. Um, he is the... He's
1: c- the one who has the podcast.
0: And his mom is the cop. Um, and... The cop. And is his cousin's best friend. Or one of his best friends. Yeah. Um, so there's, you know, all these different um, kind of, like
1: characters yeah and these in these relationships
0: between these characters because like jake cares like definitely has a crush on Devin and devin Devin actually likes jake and like he's upset when like they bully him but Devin also thinks that Junior's like a good kid and it's kind of hinted at that junior is maybe not the worst and like lexi goads him into doing things yeah because he does say like maybe leave him alone she's like what don't go soft on me
1: yeah
0: um and then so yeah she fully like fucks with him he's like he has to dissect this frog in class and he can't do it, and then Chucky does it, like, when no one's looking at, like, really vivisects this thing. And, like, the teacher comes over, and she's like, uh, that's not exactly what we that's, were supposed to do. That's not what I
1: meant when I said dissect this frog. Yeah,
0: and then Lexi starts a she started a GoFundMe for him um, and sent it to everyone in the school. Um, so again, this is kind of, like, we were just saying, like, she's, like, does it under the guise of, like, what? I'm trying to help him, and it's definitely bullying. Yeah. Um, and, like, you can tell Devin's, like, upset by it. And there's another kid, Oliver, is that his name? Yeah. That was, like, one of the- the the teacher- the teacher literally says, shut the fuck up, Oliver. And I was like, what the fuck? Where is this? (coughs) Excuse me. Um, so, yeah, um, and the teacher is- asked Lexi to stay back after class, and um, Jake asked her to hold on to Chucky because it won't fit in his locker. Again, yeah. Uh, yeah, so another reason to keep Chucky in the scene somehow, and she's like, I'm going to go get the principal. Well, um, oh, yeah,
1: because Lexi basically touts the whole, like, my mommy does Pilates with this person. My parents will sue you. She said her parents will sue the school if she gets, she gets, gets detention. detention. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I love it because this teacher, like, doesn't back down at all. And she's like, okay, cool. Well, like, I'm going to go get, like, so-and-so and and they're gonna they're gonna do this with you like i'm gonna have you tell them directly and she's like okay and (laughs) yeah i just love that this yeah teacher like doesn't take shit from her and it's just like no
0: yeah this is not okay and then um yeah we get the hint that chucky might do something he jumps down off the counter but before he can do anything the teacher comes back in um and then this is when jake gets a phone call like the school day's over um And he gets a phone call from Andy Barclay, who convinces him that Chucky is indeed possessed by deceased serial killer Charles Lee Ray. Um, So this prompts Jake to throw the doll away, because he's already been kind of sketched out by Chucky. He, like, runs and takes him and realizes there's no batteries in him, and Chucky's been talking for, like, two days. So he's, like, fully convinced. Kind of appreciate this, like, um, the very fast real-world scenario of, like, I'm not fucking with this shit. Yeah. Because, like, a lot of movies, like, there's that, like, oh, well, like, they try to, like, write it off, or, like, there's always that person that's like, oh, it's probably just this, right? And he's just like, oh, nope, this thing is definitely possessed by Charles Lee Ray.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, if you, especially, it's one thing as adults, right? Like, I've done a lot of, like, quote-unquote movie, like, situations where if you saw it in a movie... You'd be like oh my god this person's so dumb but there's no part of me that believes like there's a serial killer that's coming for me or in my house or that there's a ghost or that there's a demon or that there's a possessed doll you know if I thought those things then maybe I wouldn't get out of the shower to investigate when my dogs are barking at a door but I don't believe those things, and so my ass will get out of the shower and investigate the strange noise because I'm not concerned.
0: Right. And and as but as a kid, if, but yeah. as a
1: kid, there's no you're you're like no, that doll definitely could be possessed, a hundred percent. Yeah,
0: and you're not like you don't have the capacity to like really challenge it. You're like, yeah, no, that sounds right. Yeah. Like, yeah, that shit sounds possessed. Um, so we follow Jake to the talent show that night, um, where we see Devin do, like, a brief piano act, and then, um, Lexi comes out and all, immediately also starts just being just a little bitch. <laughs> like, calling yeah. people on the audience and shit. Um, While
1: she's, like, hosting the talent show. I'm yeah. just, like, the audacity.
0: Yeah, and, like, this is where we see her mom, and, like, we realize her mom, you know, is the mayor, and, like, she has some standing. And, um... And we hear this voice and we, it's like Chucky, um, who has got, who has followed Jake to the auditorium and he's, he's sitting behind him in the cafeteria and, um, he like fakes this ventriloquist act with Chucky basically. Oh yeah, Chucky, Chucky,
1: yeah, Chucky whispers something into his ear that we are not privy to as audience members and you can only assume it's some kind of threat. Um, he now, you know, is pretty sure that Chucky killed his cat yes um and he knows for sure well he thinks he's possessed yeah by a serial killer so yeah if you're 14 you're gonna do what this doll says
0: yeah um so he goes up and like he the it's pretty funny classic it's, Brad Dorif like you know he like he has swiped Lexi's phone um and he calls her out why do for, my farts
1: smell so good
0: yeah for googling why do my farts smell so, so good and looking up pokemon porn um and then he starts to call out even more people he calls out his aunt and the audience and then he starts calling everyone the fucking idiot yeah um in which case jake is removed from the stage and promptly suspended <laughs> because uh he can't get away uh, i mean they all think like the kids think it's hilarious yeah. they all applaud him um but yeah the the obviously they're not cool with uh him quote unquote his ventriloquist act calling everyone out um so he's you know he goes home his dad's pissed um he already told him he wasn't supposed to play with dolls um and this is where like Jake very explicitly states like you're not mad because I'm playing with dolls you're mad because I mean, he calls himself the F word. I'm not going to say it, Uh, but, you know, because I'm gay. And his dad, like, literally punches him in the face. And he's like, go up to your room. Like, I don't want to see you. Like, don't ever say that shit again. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then this part, too, was one of those things where... He's like, leave that doll down here. Uh, (laughs) And he's like, all right, so Chucky's down there, you know? And I thought it was funny, too, because it's literally like 30 seconds, and he, like, picks up his giant bottle of whiskey. Where'd my whiskey go? And he's like, where? Who drank all my whiskey? And I was like, god damn. Like, I knew Chucky drank it, but I was like, that was a lot of whiskey in, like, in that doll in a Uh very small amount of time. Uh But also, I guess, like, dolls probably don't have gag reflexes. He could probably just, like, (laughs) pound that shit. I don't think he gets drunk. I don't know. I don't know how dolls possessed by humans work. I mean, if you go by Pride, Pride of Chucky logic, they have organs and stuff because yeah. they got pregnant. So yeah. I, maybe Chucky can get drunk. I have no idea.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think the, the, the well, yeah, I don't know because it works in some ways like a body. I mean, he practices, like participates in intercourse and yeah. it's just whether he has bodily functions. like Yeah.
0: I don't know. I don't like. Do I don't know. his heart if I, smell good? I don't, and I don't know if like alcohol can actually affect him. So, um, but like so, because he can
1: be. Ki- I mean, he can quote unquote be killed? Like his body gets killed as Chucky.
0: Right. Yeah. So I don't know. It's kind of play it fast and loose but, with that sometimes. Yeah,
1: it's a question to ask the big boss.
0: Um. Yeah, and then Chucky basically tricks um, Lucas downstairs, and he uses the said whiskey. He has cut a wire um, in the basement, and like that's how he gets him. He cuts the power, and he's he cut this wire. Um, and he goes downstairs, and the wire's on the ground, and Chucky throws up or spits, I can't quite tell, all of the whiskey onto the wire, and it electrocutes Lucas, um, while he's trying to get like while he's finagling with it. Um, and the you know, lights start flashing in Jake's room, so he goes downstairs and he sees his dad being electrocuted. This is the only kind of wonky scene in the thing. Like for, like electricity shooting out of his eye and stuff. And I'm like, it's kinda goofy. Um it's very in line with Chucky. Yeah. But, but like for how much like high how high quality and kind of straight the rest of the show yeah. this episode. And then has the been, kill went like yeah the kill go- I mean, he's spotted. like fully yeah. electricity burning body you know like every, eyes I bleeding like the whole the whole deal um, and then you know we get this um, scene where like we see Chucky it, while the lights are flashing sneak up on Jake um, and then he you know he comes up and he screams in his face before we cut to the cops being there and um, Jake is taken into custody by his uncle um, so he's now going to go live with his uncle and uh, aunt and cousin. Um, and this is where Chucky reveals himself to Jake as being, yes, most definitely alive, most definitely a serial killer. Uh, he wants to kill Lexi. And then we get a flashback um, that feels yeah. very much like the opening of Halloween. Yeah. Because um, it's young Charles Lee Ray watching his mom brush her hair. Yeah. Um,
1: in a vanity. Yeah,
0: So I think we're going to get a little bit of flashback story in this. Yeah. Um, because more one it. of the things we do see in the very beginning of the demons podcast is talking about charles Ray murdered his parents yeah um like that was the, the start of his killing yeah um so that was the start of his like killing so i think we're going to we see we don't
1: know any of that no. history or lore at all
0: no um wasn't he a strangler in the first one i feel like he was um yeah. but like we know he had numerous victims yeah yeah um yeah that's the end of the first episode yeah um, so with our uh TV show ones, if you listen to our American horror story like coverage, we do it a little differently. Um, we just kind of cover the body count, um, and then um our final girl or boy of the episode, it looks like it's gonna be Jake pretty much throughout the whole yeah the series. Um, and then list of tropes, the tropes that were used, because with the show we get like we see a little more of they have a little more flexibility to like throw different tropes in on mm-hmm. different episodes. Um, So, a small body count on this one, which I expect to happen. You know, it's a small town. Like, yeah. we can't see too it's many. It's not going to be like American yeah. Horror Story where we're seeing like. Where sometimes we're like eight or nine. Yeah, and like a
1: full movie's yeah. worth of. Because I was going through her notes to on that and I was like, holy shit, I forgot. I didn't even rewatch that season. Like, it's just so bananas.
0: Yeah. I think the cat's name was Binksy. Because yes. I kept thinking of Binks.
1: It's something like that. So yeah. the cat is our first kill.
0: It's off screen. So yeah. if you are averse to animal stuff, like it is completely off screen. Yeah. We you, don't just... eat, you don't see a body. Even. No. You see like a toe, I, I think. I don't know
1: what it is. Something. It's a bloody fur furry. part, but
0: it's like, a, it's not even like big enough to be a paw. It looks like it's just a part of the cat. I don't know. Yeah. But
1: the, yeah, there is an alluding to a uh, cat's death, and then Chucky does admit to it later, um, and then um, our dad, Lucas. Mm-hmm.
0: But don't worry, we still like, get Devon Sala. Yes. Yeah. So
1: yeah, I definitely like that when it first started. I mean, I guess it should have been my clue. Like
0: It should have been mine, too. I should have known immediately. I'm yeah. like, I'm not going to do this the whole season. But I
1: didn't think of it. I, I was either. just like, oh, okay, cool. They're just going to have him. I'm like, that. Oh, this is going to be a lot. Maybe, I think my thought process was like the uncle wasn't going to be in it that much. Right. Or something. And then when he died, I'm like, oh, okay. So yeah. that's why they did this it. This is how we so
0: that... had a without his weird goatee. Weird goatee yeah, stuff yeah.
1: going on. Um, Yeah. So, and yeah, so the kill, I mean.
0: I liked at the end, too, when he, like, he. Like, he calls Chucky out for killing his dad, and Chucky goes, like, yeah, I did it. And then he says something, and he goes, oh, I was talking about the cat. Like, Chucky, like, doesn't even think about the dad. He's no. just like, oh, I was just talking about your cat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um,
1: Chucky's the best.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's, uh yeah, it's, it's good. Um, Our final girl slash boy, like I said, probably going to be Jake mostly throughout Mike. I would not be surprised if Devin ends up being kind of, like, roped in there, too. Yeah. Um. Tropes in this one, I'd say we get a little bit of that, stare, like the character character arc archetypes.
1: Yeah. So we're sort of like, we've got the jock ish, like
0: his we've cousin. Got, yeah. yeah. We got the mean girl. Mm-hmm. He's the outcast. Yeah. And then yeah. Devin's like the kind of nerdy, popular guy. Yeah, love
1: interest.
0: Yeah, love interest. Yeah.
1: Um, let's see.
0: We get, I mean, we get a little bit, we get the background, like the, you know, um, like the town history that's definitely like a trope that's used a lot in horror like oh you know like the the background on this but like um specifically to that town um and then i'm trying to think if there's anything else not anything i mean just some like um fake outs you know like you think lexi is gonna get it Uh and and then the teachers come in um they do the oh they they do the the cat scare that's a good Uh that's a very popular trope yeah the ant opens the, the closet, closet door, yeah, and, and it's, it's the, the, cat the cat who yeah. runs
1: out. So yeah, it's some like little fun like things that you're going to be familiar with, um, and then you know we're going to see if they lean into some more of those those slasher tropes. But you know, as we've talked about, like Child's Play two for sure leans more into a slasher, but the first one delves into you know the supernatural, the supernatural, and like the the aspect of like the voodoo mm-hmm. and. um doesn't take advantage of a lot of slasher tropes. And that actually pops up way more in the second one. Um, And so it'll be interesting to see if we get to see some of those smaller tropes. You know, the cops are useless, and the car won't Mm -hmm. start, and no cell service. Like, all these little tropes that, like, are common in slasher movies that, you know, we're never going to all get in one movie. I'll be interested to see in this show if we're going to get you know a couple right. per episode like, yeah and even like the small see. bit of
0: cops we they seem like competent at least because... that's what i was
1: thinking i was like okay we've got the cops i'm like well but even the cops were like why'd you go back for your doll why is the doll here yeah
0: and they're also like the cop literally like they're like what do we rule and she's like for now a homicide but yeah. she like does or for now a, a an accident yeah. but like you can tell she like thinks like nah there's something, something else going weird on here going yeah. on
1: here so yeah I know I'm excited to see sort of what devices they use to tell the story for sure.
0: Um, only one kill in the whole episode. Yeah. So that's definitely like our favorite one. And we talked about it, the quality of the kill too. Like yeah. it's very, it's cheesy, but it's fun. It's, it's very like child's play, like later I, mean, I series love
1: the sort of like projectile vomiting, like
0: whiskey, whiskey. Yeah. It's
1: just, it's just that like fun blend of comedic, but also like fucked up. Yeah. Um, which is why we love Chucky. Mm-hmm. Love to see his kills because yeah, he's it's, very mean. He's so mean.
0: But like not in a way where you feel bad about it. No.
1: You're entertained <laughs> you're just by like, it. Wow,
0: Chucky, you're fucked up.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it's because of the the device that it's coming from, you know, an eighteen inch probably, like doll. Yeah. Red hair and overhauls. Yeah. Just telling Ryan like, like bright I, blue eyes. Yeah, I haven't I would be interested to see I'm not familiar with, with sort of the origin of the looks of Chucky and why they chose him to look the way he looks um if anybody knows of where that's talked about I'd send it my way because I am very fascinated on I was just looking at him in the show and I'm like what it's a lot of decisions made to get to like
0: you know what's weirder is that Rugrats literally was like, yes. <laughs> and then like aped that for their own baby character.
1: That is weird. Because I've like... I've never thought of that.
0: Oh, Chuck, I There's no way it's a coincidence. There's no way they named him Chucky with red hair. Well,
1: when did Rugrats come out? In the 90s. I, yeah, because I mean it was out when
0: I was really little, but... 94, 95, my guess. But there's no way that like he's not um based on chucky i mean 91 yeah and child's play is what 88 88 yeah that's three years of of and by 88 child's play three or by 91 child's play three was out or close close yeah, yeah so I like there were of... like three chucky movies almost he was definitely part of like
1: that is culture. really weird to have mm-hmm. i don't know yeah i guarantee i would that. guess
0: it was the guy it's classy because there's Arlene Klasky and then there's Gasopo and I can't remember his first name but he's like Czech because he's the Gasopo Garber, I think is actually his name and he um he he is the, um he's the one who brought her on board and he made RL Monsters and that's the only show he ever made everything else was her she made Rugrats Rocket Power all of that, like as told by Ginger all of those um, and his, like, contribution was as, um, Monsters. So, I wouldn't be surprised if it was an actual Juggie reference. Um, because he was a horror fan.
1: And, like, you know, the crazy orange hair and...
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, wow. I'll have to pay more attention and write down some, like, lines and quotes for the next episode. Oh, no,
1: yeah, I definitely said, like, for sure, my favorites already. I loved that line in the beginning. It's so good. Yeah. Like... What's the difference between retro? It's like ten dollars. That's and so And it just good. immediately
0: lets you know that your character is like
1: intelligent. Yeah, really witty and yeah. like conf- confident in that aspect.
0: Right, and artistic in a way too, yeah. because he's buying it because it's vintage. Yeah. Like So, um, yeah, they do a lot in a little, right there.
1: Yeah. No, it's it, and that's how the whole show felt. Like I feel like I already feel really familiar. A lot happened that yeah. first
0: episode, like. Yeah. And we, like, really know our characters and, like, a lot of movement. Yeah. yeah.
1: Very, very well-developed. Very well-written. Everybody felt real and three-dimensional and just... It kind of reminds me of, like, the way that, like, Tina Fey writes in a way where Mm -hmm. there's just so much packed into, like, every set of dialogue where you get something... Because I've watched this episode twice now. And I picked up so much more just watching it a second time. And I'm like, oh, holy shit. Like, I think that's just Don's writing style. Yeah. Where he's just packing a lot in just a few things. Yeah.
0: No, I'm excited. And, you know, Don's done some TV stuff before, too. He did some work on Channel Zero. Nick and Tosca um, created that. And he's also a producer on mm-hmm. this. Um, which I was really excited about. If you yeah, ever I love that Channel Zero, Zero. It's fantastic. Love, love. Um, and um yeah but i agree and it's like it's exciting to see don get to work in tv again and to see how he translates this this franchise over um not a lot of places are covering it um, maybe they're waiting till the end of the show or something but it does have a 96 percent uh, tomato meter which means it has at least i think it it's 30 or...
1: i think it's 26 26 uh critics
0: okay yeah i i know you do need oh Twenty reviews. I I can't remember. Um, you do need to start out before you can even get a rating. Um, but it has ninety six percent on on uh the Tomato Meter, than ninety one percent on the audience score. Mm-hmm. Um, but so. yeah,
1: it's weird. Um, we'll see. Normally with TV shows, the, all the places, you know, Entertainment yeah. Weekly, Variety, they'll cover it every week, every time an episode comes out. There's a lot going on this month.
0: Yeah, this October's is pretty like, jam-packed dude, this year. Dude, this
1: is a nuts month. For um, Halloween
0: and horror This fans. is why we're
1: just now recording. We planned on recording, but, like, there's just so much.
0: There were 13 new movies this week. This week. 13 new horror movies in a week.
1: Yeah, it's an, it's been an insane month. <clears week. throat> we were just talking about the fact that the new Slumber Party Massacre remake came out. Like, got dropped and then... Like I mean I'm and I've heard about it and I've heard some great things about it, but that is one of my favorite horror movies ever. The original, it's like my top ten, and I haven't even watched the remake yet because yeah, there's just just, there's just so much out right now, um, it's nuts. So hopefully Chucky doesn't go down the wayside. Um, I'm excited. I heard great things about episode two. We're gonna watch that and record on it. Episode three is not out for us yet by the time you listen to this episode though it will be out so
0: is it tonight Uh uh-huh okay yeah Yeah.
1: cool so yeah exciting stuff so yeah we'll be doing these little mini episodes and
0: yeah we'll catch along with us we'll We'll catch catch up up. and then we'll drop weekly so cool um yeah and tune in for our weekly episode which um might be a little late we might cover you guys with these minisodes minisodes because we're trying to get the director of um You might be the killer on the show, Um, Brett Simmons. So it might be a little later than normal, but we'll have these mini-sodes hold you over until then. So until then, keep screaming.